Welcome to The Healthy Beast. Today's guest is the mind coach, Vinnie Shawman. Amazing. Changed my life in less than an hour, honestly. So he's best known for helping sort out the minds of UFC fighters, Thai boxing champions, people like that. But he also does loads of work with all different kinds of people who have anything that needs sorting out in their mind. He goes into businesses and gets people to be more productive. He helped some lady who hadn't been able to leave the house for ages. I had to pick a problem. I thought, where do I start? But there's one thing that bothers me, which has become, or was, what Vinnie called a phobia, which is being a sweaty bastard. Now, not just that I sweat a lot during sport, which I do. That's not necessarily a big problem. Maybe for people I roll with in jiu-jitsu. But it's when it I've done it like in interviews, meetings, things like that. You get this kind of panic sweat. And I'd come to the point of thinking, this is a ridiculous thing for a grown man to worry about. And when I went to see Vinny, he, I was already in what he called a sort of um, semi-hypnotic state, which is where you've decided to sort some problem out. And what he made me realise is all the bullshit things in life we worry about, that we can get rid of all of them. His work's amazing. He's also a very silly individual, so if you want to see his proper work, go to Vinny, V-I-N-N-Y, Shorman, S-H-O-R-E-M-A-N.com, VinnieShorman.com, and you can see loads of testimonials and stuff. From this podcast, you'll see him taking the piss out of me a lot, and hopefully you'll learn a little bit about the amazing work he does. Vinny Shorman. not sweating. No, the main thing is, <laughs> welcome Vinnie Shawman, I'm not sweating. That's what I came here yeah. to see you about. Okay. But I think with the, with the work you've done, it's really interesting to think about what we all fear. Right. Because sweating is, sounds so silly to someone that never does it. Uh, someone that doesn't suffer, sorry. But um, I don't know, man. When you've when you've been in a crowded room full of people and you're the only one pouring with sweat. Well, when you're the only one screaming in the middle of the sea because you're scared of jellyfish. Yeah. In, in Blackpool, it's exactly the same. You know, it, there's no, you can't differentiate between a fear and your fear is more than somebody else's. It's it's what we experience ourselves that the that, that we have to cope with, or fight against, or or worry about. You know. I suppose other people's fears seem silly because we don't feel them. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, it's the nature of the beast, isn't it? It's like, that's ridiculous, I don't know what you're on about. I'm scared of that. Because you're talking about jellyfish and I was going to think, oh, Yeah, exactly. So, so it's relative to everyone. You know, what you're experiencing, you're experiencing the model of the world. If you're having those, those horrific thoughts, then they are very real to you. Yeah. I suppose when you're, you're working with fighters, people can understand that the fear a fighter faces yeah. is very real. Yeah. And it's, it's something that most people don't, yeah. don't go and do. No. So that's a kind of real tangible thing. Uh-huh. Then if you're dealing, dealing with someone like me, who's got some pathetic <laughs> first world problem like No, no, no you, you, see, you see, you know, that, that's, it's not pathetic. I would never view any client's fear as pathetic because the nightmare for them is a nightmare for them, you know, and it's not, it's not for us to, you know, I don't want to sound too, uh, as if I walk on clouds, but I mean, it's, it's not for us to judge anybody in that way. My job, my passion is to eradicate them types of irrational fears and, and to let people see a, a things in a, a better light. 
And if it's um, if it's a fear that is more rational, so it's something that someone can get hurt, yeah. you know, is that do you approach it in a different way, or all fears yeah. kind of? Yeah, I mean, it's a, but it's a choice then, isn't it? I mean, if you're going to fight, there there is going to be that. The fighters don't like to say fear; they don't like it. Nerves. Nerves. nerves anxiety there's another posh name for fear um, you know and um, fighters and people in sports especially with combat sports don't like it they have to if they language it in a different way uh, you know what I mean it's just they'll get a bit nervous or stuff like that they won't use the word fear but it's, it's um, part of that is the fact that you know if they, they lose I think it recently as I've come more uh, um, mature in my years a lot of people wouldn't say that but grown up it, grown up yeah uh, <laughs> five foot seven so I need some more growing um, <laughs> you know people the the question of being a man is like defined by I can fight yet the most uh, prolific character that was portrayed in any movies any books any uh, TV series or anything was Sherlock Holmes He's an archetype that resonates with people because of his intelligence and his uh, wit and cunning. And also he could fight a bit if you watch the Robert Downey Jr. ones. So I, I think it, it, it's where the archetype is of the person and what they feel about that that makes a difference. So you talk about someone's view of themselves? Yes. So their image of themselves. See, it's like... I, I'm a massive fan of Andre Ward who I absolutely adore as a boxer and just listen to him speak and his, his intellect etc and he was saying that he, he's, he's like he fights smart fighting hurts you know no one's going to know everyone knows that but it's that level of I think pain hurts more if you buy into oh god that hurt ah you know what I mean and he he, he was prepared to put bypass that and look at the actual art of it, look at the actual skill that's out of it, and re remained undefeated and a, a two-weight, undisputed world champion. So when you meet someone, you're going to do a session with them, whether it's a uh -huh. fighter, whether it's me walking in here, are you, do you spot certain things straight away? Yes. Everybody comes to me in effect, in any client and any great therapist around the, you know, the country, around the world, they, can't, they come in effect. So they come in in a, a half a hypnotic state, really, of being involved in what they don't want. So when it becomes so prolific in what they don't want, that tends to be their all the whole world. My job, any therapist's job, any decent therapist's job, I should say, um, shows them that, really, is that all there is? Well, no, there's not always fit. Oh, okay. And then you've got something to go with then. So what, by, by coming to you, they've already kind of taken a step towards taking on the whatever it is that they're yeah I mean if they're willing to I mean I never work with people that someone else has bought this for them because they think they should have it it never ever works oh so someone gets you hypnotherapy yeah. for Christmas to, yeah. yeah yeah happy birthday you know like you should go see the mind coach because you're mad <laughs> you know what I mean but of course they don't work with bad people but you know um, that that's the way I would say that it, it it transpires, and that's the way it comes out to some people, you know. So you've got to. So it's having that, making that decision yourself that you want to do something is the important first step. Yeah, gotcha. It's it's and it's about, uh, yeah, making that first step. Everyone comes in the same thing. Everyone comes in thinking about what they don't want because that's a presenting problem. So when the presenting problem's there, then it's it's discussed. 
and then when you ask anyone which is a really sort of fascinating thing even if any of your listeners do it is when someone's complaining about everything that's going on in their lives ask them what they do want and immediately they'll start talking about what they don't want again because that's their focus so you've got to change that focus and because they're actually caught in a in a tailspin really I've noticed that with people that it's quite possible to fill up your life with talking about how shit everything is of course yeah and that it doesn't leave any space for having to like stuff or having to be into something or having to be positive about something yeah I mean sorry to interrupt you Um, if you're thinking something shit I guarantee you'll find it because that's that's the, the focus of your mindset you know if something's shit things are shit you will find more because you design your mind to go and find it out for you you know you go and find it out for you and bring back evidence although it may not be true but we some people just um, I deem it as like a, a jigsaw you know and if you've got a piece of a jigsaw but it's not the right piece but you want to fit it in anyway you start cutting the bits off it to fit into the jigsaw because well that's the way it is so people miss out truths miss out facts miss out of miss out certain emotions to fit into the model of the work the picture of the model of the world that they believe so they'll chop and change things to suit themselves does that make sense i think so i think so um i'm interested in this idea of embarrassment in in general because my because the thing i talk to you about being a sweaty bastard or or not being one anymore um it's it's an imba- it's an embarrassment thing, and I and I kind of wonder about embarrassment. It's I think it's possibly it's a much more powerful thing yeah, than we is. think it is because we like to think that you know children get embarrassed you know when they have yeah. to, when they have to say something in public. But as grown ups, we're we're supposed to have moved past it. But it, it's a powerful thing. It's a it's a powerful thing if people feel silly in public and. Well, it, it depends who you are. But it's the ridicule idea of it, isn't it? The lesser. If you think about embarrassment, you're less than everybody. Everyone's laughing, everyone's looking at you, everyone's pointing at you and deciding what you are. Look at you and you know and stuff like that. In Game of Thrones, when it, I think it was Cersei and there was a, I think it was season four. Not that I watch it. <clears throat> and, um, I, I, you, you'll have lost me, but I'll, I I'll, love I'll Game go of Thrones. But there's a point where the whole city, she's walking through the city and also in shame, shame, shame to her. And it's very powerful. Mm. And um, shame and embarrassment, the same thing, really, relatively. And um, or it's just like you've made a mistake, you look stupid. People fear being made to look stupid or made to look lesser, I think. But what, is, what do you think it is about your mind that's looking almost... I've, I've caught myself finding things to be embarrassed about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it's almost like I've, I think I found my, my mind looking for looking for problems in a situation well, exa- exactly exactly about. what I said wasn't it before if you if you if you want to find it you'll find it so you so you'll so you'll find it it's a referential index in your unconscious mind or in the past uh, your unconscious mind that's what the past dwells anyway but I mean if you're if you're thinking about embarrassment etc you're looking for as examples of but like what's interesting is you're talking about embarrassment as if everybody else goes oh yeah embarrassment it's not it's your model of the world you know it's your idea of the model of your world as you know does it go across the board maybe but I mean it's it's powerful to you 
per se. Well, because an individual's idea of what yes. is embarrassing is yeah, of very course. different to someone else. Some people just don't care. I'm, I, I'm always full of admiration when I see those people that just really don't seem to be embarrassed by anything. Mm. You know. Um, but it doesn't mean to say they're going to be a success. No, I think it's probably quite good if you want to be an actor. You know, you have to, you have to not be. Not well, actors are liars, aren't they? <laughs> actors are liars, aren't they? Let's let's be honest. I mean, you know, I have a few friends that are, for good friends of mine that are actors, um, and uh, yeah, you know, but the, predominantly they're liars. So there's not bothered. Is it is it lying, nice, but? Well, yeah, you, you you know, you're pretending to die. You know, if you've been shot in a movie or whatever, and you're dying, you're not really dying, are you? So, I guess, yeah, I guess so. So it is, it's, it is like it's, 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 of course, I'm using it in a in a broad term. It's fun, but yeah. nevertheless, it's still lying. No, you just um, like I mentioned on the way, and I was just on the way up here. I was listening to Sam Harris's yep. audio book. It's only an hour long. Called I think it's just called Lying, right? Like, or Why We Lie, or something like that. Right. And and it really made me think about little lies. Okay. That people. That people tell because I've I can I've considered always considered myself as honest as I can be, yeah. but it's made me realise that the li little white lies you you tell to get through life that aren't hurting anyone, yeah, they're hurting you, yeah. This is how this is how it's made me. Yeah, um, made I don't know. Think. I've not heard it yet, and it, you, you did mention it earlier, and I'm interested to to see the take on it. I just think it was so. I've been asked many times about this job and about what is it people that there is never the same thing and it's always so that's why I love it so much I genuinely love my job it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a thing that just I just say and this and I like to listen and hear and imagine with them the the, the, the thought process and it, it, that's why I like the job so much it's like it's so different everyone's so different everyone thinks in these different ways it's it never becomes boring hmm. never yeah, because it, it's, it's a different set of complexities with each person. Yes. Yeah, uh, each one's different, yeah. Isn't it? Is yeah. it kind of formal training to do what you do? Or do you yeah, I mean, I train with Colin Mackay uh, in the uh, Life Training Systems. Fantastic teacher, linguistically amazing, you know. Uh, and I've trained with Bob Burns doing some hypnotherapy. It's a very famous technique called the SWAN. It's absolutely amazing. Look him up. What's Call the swan? It. The swan is uh, an idiomotor movement. Can uh, idiomotor movements are movements outside your awareness? Idio idiomotor movements. Idiomotor movements. Yes, it's a new one to me. Okay, uh, you, you know, it's basically idiomotor movements like tells. You know, in, in poker, so someone will their eyebrow will twitch or they'll just scratch their ear or something tells. else. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they are, the tells, and and um, effectively communicating with your unconscious mind. Very good. It's very very cool technique. I'll do it with you sometime. Uh, the, what what you did with me, where you know I had my hand on my leg and, I, and it yeah. was feeling heavy and I couldn't take it off. Yeah. So this is not hypnotherapy. This is what do you call that? What you They're uh, convincers. Convincers. And to show you that you're you're in control, to show you li linguistically lead you to it, and then suggest that that this your hands touch your leg, whatever. So it's showing you how powerful your imagination yeah. is, basically. Of course it is. And yeah. then with that showing you what you yeah. can stop yourself yes. doing. I always, one thing with me that's very, very, very important to me as a, as a, as a mind coach, because I'm not predominantly just a hypnotherapist, I'm, I call myself a mind coach, is it's always about the client. It's not about me. 
There's so many hypnotherapists out there who did this rapid induction sleep and look at me and I, great and I, wonderful and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I went to a hypnosis convention the other week and I came home early because it's just, yeah, you're amazing. Well done. What kind of show off stage? Yeah, and just uh, what I do and what I do and what I do and what I do. And I'm like, you know, I've probably more known than most of them to, without trying to wave my own flag or, or wave, wear the T-shirt. Wave, wave your flag. Waving the flag not, big time. Get the T-shirt. Get the T-shirt. But, you know, and I, and I just thought, yeah, I sat at the back and listened and, yeah, well, you know, I just didn't enjoy it. Well, just because you see it as a more of a personal thing rather than... It's about the client. It's not you. about you. Me and what I do and my... One guy said about, yeah, and um, this has been used with amazing, uh, miraculous effects all over the world. By me. Can you, can you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Can you fucking clap for any louder for yourself? You, you know, it's about the client. And then he was telling everyone uh, about weight loss and, and uh, smoking, what he does in his programmes, yeah. He's a big fat bastard with a cig in his mouth. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Come on now. You know, it's like me saying, um, I don't look like Louis Walsh. And um, I know five foot nine. Oh, get that one out, Richard. We'll get that one out of the way before you start I referencing the I edge. didn't think it until you said it. And, it's, and it's I still don't. It's hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know what? I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm fully aware of I'm a normal guy who loves his job. Not this magical fairy Gandalf whatever they want a magical esoterical thing to pull out the sky I'm a person that wants the client to get the best results that's mm. what I do I get paid for it yes of course I do but not these hey look at me and I oh, fuck off Cause it, I think um, even saying to people that are coming here to see you people have this idea about hypnotherapy yeah. mostly people who've never yeah. done it yeah. but they've got they know about Paul McKenna yeah they know about Darren uh, Brown, and yeah, Darren Brown, and yeah. and then they know about the sort of stage. Yeah. Hypnotist I love Darren Brown. I think he's an absolute genius. Yeah, I think and he's, he's, on, he's on my. I'd love to meet. He's on, he's on my bucket list to meet him. Oh, is he? So you're a fan of his work? Absolutely. But remember that Darren Brown is a magician first. He's a showman. Yes. So his linguistic skills are fantastic. But I just think he's brilliant. I think he's fantastic. He once did this amazing thing. I saw. Um, I can't remember the name. Of the of the game, we used to play with kids where you have to guess the colours. You've got the oh, different yeah. rows. Yeah. Um, and the, and the, and oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and, he, and you've got like, you have like 15 guesses yeah. or whatever. Um, conundrum, is it Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. And, it, and, he, and he was facing like this guy who was, um, can't remember what he was, professor of cleverness yeah, at yeah. some big university <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> professor yeah. of cleverness. And, um, and, <laughs> he had his had his row of colours and yeah. he got it in one go just by he, sort of he, saying, "Is it that one could be yellow, no brown?" And he basically mind read. This yeah, he, he's, he, he, look, he's, he's a very very skilled individual, and Anthony Nyman, I think it is, who writes his stuff as well. He's a, was he was in a Dead Set with my friend Warren Brown. Uh, it was about. Um, it was about uh, Big Brother getting attacked by zombies. I don't know if you remember that. No. Well, Anthony Nyman was in that, and he's an absolute genius. And Darren Brown is just, a, I think he's a national treasure. To me, he's a national treasure. I think he's fantastic. Um, but in the world of what I live in, um, I use, I'm not into people eating chickens and, you know. Getting nah. people to do silly stuff. Well, for yeah, yeah. do that. Exactly. A, I can do that on a Friday night with a load of gin. You know? No. Not for me. Do you, do you, um, in your 
daily dealings with people do you have to put up with a lot of the people making reference to that kind of nonsense and yeah I mean you, know, you make me look like a the, the obvious one is you make me look like a chicken no what's weird what's weird is like I've had a few clients come through recently and they just come in to go right and they are you okay and they yeah and what do you want and he goes I don't know <laughs> like right it's interesting you know what I mean because you've, you've seen me as a mind coach you've seen me on the Joe Rogan podcast and they, they just expect me to know what they want oh what so can you just make me generally a bit better yeah I'm just like right yeah, yeah. specific have you got any problems no my well, life is exactly fantastic. going to a Chinese yeah. restaurant say what would you like oh just Chinese food please yeah, yeah. alright that worked yeah, that narrows it down you yeah. know I suppose yeah that's the thing for wanting to just improve in some way but yeah. if, you ha if you're lucky enough to not have any problems to put your finger on then I think we've all got problems that we can put our fingers on to the degree of, of what they are is um is is the key question isn't it i mean you know none of us come out of this alive um and we're all we're all falling i think at times we're all tripping over ourselves etc you know and it's it, you know it's not a it's not always it's a smooth ride it's not always a rough ride either so you just got to be able to take i think those things with it so how long have you been doing this 12 years 12 years yeah and are you so do you get a sense now of like the things where you think that i can't help with that's not you know you see someone and you think that's not something yeah I'm, I'm, you, you have to you have to vet your clients really um, and, and see what they are some some stories I've heard that you would lose you would lose faith in human nature humans and yet some stories of triumphs that I've seen beyond fighting beyond belts beyond just people that well, one particular comes to mind who came to my house had to be brought to my house um, she was terrified of going on her own and um, she would never walk her daughter to school she was terrified of it she never walked her daughter to school, school was, her daughter was nine so never, school was nearby and uh, we did some work with her and she came to a course etc that Colin run and then she now she's a nurse uh, now she uh, drives and massive massive triumph because she was a mess and I think I, I like that you know people say I work with UFC fighters yes I do and uh, boxers and tie boxers and did old combat sports but to see someone really conquer something that was like nine years of haunting her and maybe beyond that because she had a child and for me that's important yeah someone who's got something properly debilitating yes of course yeah yeah is it is it mostly fears is that the right word is it mostly fears yeah. fears and lack of confidence fears anxiety is 90% of my work with um with um with fear and anger is it is it all sort of the same thing manifesting itself in different ways no. do you think no no fear fear is uh, a different thing than anger if you think of anger it's not the same people can be scared and make you run anger makes you stay so anger masks sadness that's one of the things that, that, that stands out is anger masks sadness you find that an individual that is very very angry will have a deep level of something upsetting that they've not been able to language or they've not been able to communicate or they've not been able to um, express I suppose I'd thought of it as more linked with 
with fear rather than sadness, but you think anger is more likely to be linked with sadness? No, I mean, yes and no. Uh, no, because I just said no and I have to back it up. Um, no, I don't know because it depends on the client. It all depends on the client. It all depends on the client. I was discussing anger with, with the same taxi driver on the way over here, actually. Okay. And, um, just for the record, I'm not a taxi driver. <laughs> I'm the worst driver ever. Yeah. Awful. Can't be good at everything. No. Football, decorating, can't, uh, you know, no lifting, I've got a bad back. <laughs> Sorry, that's Alan Partridge quote. But, but, but t t if you d do turn it back on yourself, because in this position to help mm. lots of other people, yeah. do you, is this, there a sense that you, you can neglect yourself? Does that happen? I've been told that a few times to put yourself first or to put yourself at least in the position of being sort of first but I believe in put here to do it please don't put your fingers down your throat you were put here to do yeah, it I believe I by believe by, uh, by whatever I, I mean I'm not I, I'm no, I'm not, with that. I am not gonna no listen edge your bets Buddha God everyone you know <laughs> I always say the whole the higher power the higher power no I mean I think it's one time it, it, without going to cliche etc I do believe that I'm meant to do it. I've always been good at talking to people I've just been good at that I've always been good at motivating people I had a, a Thai boxing gym and I trained a few world champions and I don't believe it was because of my technical ability because when you mix with the people I mix with friends now who are incredible fighters like Liam Harrison etc you see their skill uh, mine was never that that level but I was good at motivating people so before you did all this, yes. the, the mind coaching, the NLP, the hypnosis, you were you were just a trainer of the ordinary kind. So yeah, I was, punching, I was punching the punching and kicking side. Yeah, the, yeah, Muay Thai, Thai boxing from uh, the, the sport Thailand, and um, I just I enjoyed it. But I was young, that younger than wanted a point How to prove. You now? To age I'm fifty. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I'm. Um, now it's more about being involved with people. I think as you get older, your circle shortens because you get you find people that benefit you in your everyday life and benefit you when you need to speak to them. Everyone wants to talk to me per se because of the job. People only call me when they've got problems, which is the nature of the job. But I mean, as, as I've got older, my circle of friends has, has gone smaller because I think it's the more concentrated, um, concentrated uh, group that that, that um, will get you further in life. I think you do get to a point. I'm five years younger than you, but I am. Um, I think you get to a point where you you have less and less um, desire to waste your time. Yeah. You know, you think, uh, you know, spending a whole evening with someone who's just going to, you know, bullshit you and talk about themselves. You yeah. think, well, I I maybe, yeah. I, maybe ten years ago, I'd have gone yeah, through yeah. that. But I, can't I mean, I, I was like this, this when I went to the this uh, the group seminar thing, and they're nice people. They make their intentions are good, but it's like I always have the adage, be interested instead of interesting. I think a lot of people don't get that. A lot, I've noticed socially that a lot of people come with stuff ready to say. You yeah. know, they've got like, I've, yeah. I've noticed it with a few, and, and, and in a few professional situations where someone's come in and they've thought, I, I know I've, I've got something ready to say because I want this encounter to go well. Yeah. And, and they're not prepared, and I've done it myself as well, and you're not prepared for what yeah. if that's not the appropriate thing yeah. in this situation. So yeah, people want to fill 
space with talking yeah. about yeah. themselves or whatever, whatever stuff they've got ready to present but yeah they're not maybe ready to there might be someone who's got something more interesting to say yeah I mean it's you know people are interested in themselves people's favourite subjects is them yeah and there's nothing wrong with that we can't not be can we really but as you know I believe that at this some point where you have got to listen to other people's point of view or other people's ways of being or respect other people's ways of being you know yeah that's my opinion um but I mentioned anger and you said it wasn't um you had a slightly different take on it is is anger something you dealt with with as a uh, yeah as a, as a youngster yeah yeah of course and um anger will exist but it's unwarranted anger it's knee-jerk crazy sort of wow what the bus was like you know what I mean there's another bus five minutes later you're gonna be five minutes late or whatever just for example um, is a knee-jerk reaction but don't forget I was brought up in the world of um, the value system of values level three so they you know eat the heart of their enemies so to speak or you know kill or be killed and a top dog biggest I mean I love these well really these fighting systems yeah I mean yeah. yes and then you know and in my childhood as well around my dad and my dad etc but I mean it was funny you see all these pictures of uh, lions don't like the opinions of sheep, but there's no sheep in the in the plains of Africa, is there? You know what I mean? It's like it's nonsense. Or well, this, the, is the, this is the sort of thing. Yeah, the values of three. Yeah. Or, or these. Uh, you got to remember something. If you're relying on on your and living your life as a lion, you got to remember that lions have been tamed. Simple as that. They all get put in cages in the end. It, but if you know, in that sort of mindset, you can they can be tamed. Hmm. Not all of them get put in cages at the end, but you know what I'm saying, they can still be tamed. You know, with a chair and a whip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Mm. And when, so when you started doing all this stuff, did you, were you working with other people, were you also, did you, did you have therapy yourself? Is that part of the training? Yeah, I, I have to. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not at a, a point where I think I know it all. I mean, I, I've got a very close relationship with my teacher, Colin Mackay, and um, he's, you know, he's a genius. I love him to bits and he always seems to have the answers to what I need to to, to know and, and stuff like that. It's funny because you get to a point at, at now where I'm, I ring him and as the phone's ringing I start to tell him and then I know the answer for myself and go ah oh, yeah yeah come on. <laughs> oh, so, you, so you sort of by the process of asking. Asking you yeah you come up with the answer yeah. I mean, it's, quite, it's, it's slightly how I felt um, about me coming to see okay. you in that like I sort of know it's a silly. I sort of know yeah. it's a silly thing. Um, I'm perhaps I should explain stuff I said to you that you know I talked about how I've, I've had a couple with. It, it, it sometimes makes it worse. It's like a, you're interviewing a famous person, mm -hmm. say, and they're there with they're there with the people, and mm -hmm. you're there. You know, you're, you're brought in in the hotel yeah. room, and I'm norm, I'm normally fine with it. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm, I'm not. I don't consider myself any more particularly nervous person, but yeah. because of this. You know this with this this phobic response you call it I'm aware that it's a thing and it's this kind of yeah. I was aware that it was a thing that it yeah, could, well, um, that, that's interesting because you put and you put it already put it into past tense yeah because you would have carried on with it if it, if it had emotional gravitas and I almost felt because it was, we spoke on the phone and you and you were saying this is something we could just put into the past I almost felt then that you know I'd 
got towards putting in the past. Yeah, the work the work's always done linguistically. I think this is what people don't get: is linguistics are so massively powerful and they're just unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? Words are so magical, and and the way that you linguistically put things together. And I mean, it's an art. And am I? I'm not anywhere near where I want to be, but I love it. And I love listening to people and, and you know and things that don't make sense. I went to tonight today, you can take things out of context. I went for lunch today and this woman said, Is everything alright? And I went, The dinner's fine, but everything isn't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You just end up thinking in a in a, a diverse way where you start to listen to words and listen to how people structure languages. And people will say something that's absolutely ridiculous, but you'll nod. Oh yeah, yeah. And then when you actually look at the structure of the language, you go, that means fuck all, what are you talking about? So this thing of like of, of us asking, are you all right, when we don't mean it? Yeah. Because it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like you're, you, you, can, you can be walking past someone and you've, they've got no time for an explanation. Mm-hmm. I remember doing it to a guy at work once, and I was sort of like, you're right, Anthony, on the way past. And he went, mm, my cat's died. And I remember thinking, like, it's really weird. I was thinking, one, like, I don't know him that yeah. well. Two... I don't know how you react to a dead cat you know it's it's yeah. and also it wasn't that situation we were just walking walking past so but it, it's just, in a way I, he was right I'd ask him a question he wanted to talk about his dead cat and I, hopefully I can't even remember how I reacted I just remember thinking that wasn't my question yeah. my question the only answer to you all right is yep and then you carry on well I just think it's, it's a, it, you all right it's just a, it's, a, it's another term for hello yeah so I think, we, we, but when he, he took that literally, you know, he, uh, yeah, he, it's, it's just another word for hello, and he was talking, you know, but it's, language is fascinating. I absolutely love it. Because part of your training is in NLP, right? Yeah, you're a linguistic, linguistic program. Yeah. Now, that's always, I, I do, it's not something I know much about, but uh-huh. when it's been presented to me, it's people who've done it for for business. Yeah, so yeah. they've so sales type people. Yeah. They send them on courses. Yeah. And they get better at selling. Selling yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I guess and fine, you know, free world yeah. teach people to be better at things, but do you find that that it has that association with other people that they think it's a it's almost a because in that's if you if you're selling people, if you're selling with it, yeah. it's a bit of trickery I, I don't know, I'm rubbish at selling. <laughs> I'm rubbish at selling. Yeah. I am. I just it's not what I use to sell. I used it because it made people feel better. When the first seminar I went to the guy called Keith Mayer, who's the Liverpool works for Liverpool, the Liverpool Football uh, Academy. And um, he's one of the coaches there. And I, I it was never that for me. They do do that. It's it's all all in your linguistic program is causing an, a, a better emotional state than the one you're in via language. So it's, so it's so it couldn't be. It's, is it partly body language thing or no? It's yeah, there's rapport, there's there's mirroring, there's different things like that that you can learn. I don't do it. I just be me. I just speak and talk and fathom things out. I don't copy people's movements and. I mean, it works. You know, of course it works. But it's not something I do because I just. I found my own style of, of being me, so I don't really label myself anything. I'm trying to have a, a little bit of everything and, and call, say, a mind coach and that. Yeah, because mirroring was one of the ones someone someone who'd done it mentioned to me, yeah. and um, 
I, I think people probably do it subconsciously. I've found myself, yes. you know, like, yeah. you know, you kind of sit. Well, I did that earlier with you. Who are you doing with me? Yeah. No, I didn't know it was, it was interesting, the body language and that. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, you know, it works. Of course it works. It's just not something that I go, it's, it's not vitally important to me now. So for you, ling linguistics is more important with how... Linguistics we, is everything to me. So how we talk about what yeah. we do. And talk about the structure of what your life is. Could you and there's congruence as well. So you can be saying one thing, your body's saying another. So it's like subtitles, not a lot of subtitles, you know, um, dubbed movies. Yeah. It's like a dubbed movie. It's like they're, they're moving one way and they're going, saying something else, not to make sense. So telling me one thing, you're yeah. showing me something else. Exactly, yeah. I was going to say, because once you know, once, if, if you know people are doing it, yeah. they're mirroring, and, and if you know it's, people if it's are done doing badly, techniques on if, you, if, then... If, if it's done badly. It's like when that, that, uh, that sort of American thing of using your name all the time, yeah. um, it's yeah. sort of winning, but it, if people do it to a point where it feels like they're, they're doing something it, they've learnt on you... If it's meant to be linguistically or covert language, as they call it, right? If they, you know they're doing it, it's not very covert, is it? You know? No, yeah, exactly. You know, the thing you picked me up on when we first spoke on the phone was alternating between the person. So I was talking about me and you, you yeah. and they. Yeah. And, and what and what's what's the issue there? So it's that you're dissociating yourself yes, with. You disassociate yourself from it. And sometimes you'll say, I love a lot of people say, well, you'll feel better, wouldn't you? Would I? All right, so I'd feel better, would I, if you got over your fear, would I? Would I? Well, of course I would, and that'd be great. But how would you feel? So what people tend to do, if something's unpalatable to with them, they'll cast it out. They'll cast it out linguistically. So, so putting the responsibility elsewhere. Yes. Sort of thing. Yeah. I, it, I think it, until you pick me up on it, it's not something I've given any thought to, and I probably okay. do just jumble them all around because. You think from a, I think most people think from a language point of view, it's just different ways of saying the same thing, you know, that there's no real difference. Yeah, but, but when people are talking to me about a specific as you were, then you have to listen intently. Hmm. I think most people don't listen. Some therapists like the sound of their own voices. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, you should hear me singing in the shower. Amazing. But um, I might get an X Factor. <laughs> we'll leave that one, shall we? But um, no, and it, I, I, I think that. It's the therapeutic world. I think, that although some people that just listen, just nod the head and go, "Yeah," not this sympathetic face, not really give anyone anything to to ling to to resource. I think that's wrong too. Anything to to resource, have a resource for the clients to leave and think, right? You know, something to to hold on to that's that's. Um, you know, we'll give them, get them a favourable outcome, we'll give them some hope at least, or some idea of a, a way to get somewhere. You know. So what you do, what you do with me when we like we went to, we looked at some situations where I'd had an embarrassing sweat. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, you, we kind of ran them back yeah. and through in my yeah. forward in yeah. colour, back in black yeah. and white, quicker and quicker yeah. and quicker. And the purpose of that is to sort of kill you can't kill. emotionally hold on to something that's done then because you 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 when you start first start talking to me you deep level in this emotion telling me how it is how important it is and this that and the other so 
when we ask you to rewind it backwards, forwards, backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, it's changing it in your neurology. So, and it's also making it look rather ridiculous, which mm. now it is. So you're making a kind of sort yeah. of Yeah, and also what I did was as well, I asked you to explain the process. Explain it to me. So when you explain it to me, you turn, turn it into a process, not a, oh, it just happens. Because hmm. at first you said, oh, you just start sweating. I went, oh, really? There's no thought then. Well, I think, ah. So then you start, oh, well, there's a process here. So your mind goes, actually, it's not out of my control because there's a process to it. So when it's shown there's a process to it, so like I said earlier, The Wizard of Oz. If you've seen The Wizard of Oz and you turn it off from the end, you don't see the fact that there's an old man behind the curtains controlling it all. When you see that the old man's behind the curtains, oh, him. Yeah. Ah, nonsense. So the, the, the fear all comes crashing down. It's just this silly thing. Yeah, just, so or, or, or just this thing. And so you could do a similar thing with with anyone who's had whether it's embarrassing difficult situations or yeah, anxiety or phobias etc yeah so similar thing you run it through and you make it you yeah. take its power phobias away. are the easiest thing to do believe yeah. it or not they've got the highest uh, emotional reaction but the easiest thing to do it's crazy highest emotional reaction but easiest to deal with yeah yeah I think so so what's hardest then is getting people to stop doing things they don't want to stop doing is that I think social things are difficult. Cocaine, I find. People lie. I don't really like working with people with cocaine habits. Really? Yeah. Specifically that? Because they lie. What lied? Um, yeah, oh, I had it this weekend and and it's fish and chips now, isn't it? It's like, you know, you have a beer and then it's like you have fish and chips. So you have beer and you have cocaine. That's, that's what the scourge is at the moment. It's a it's a weird one, Kate. It's a scope. I, I know, naming no names. I know some people my age who've who've sort of gone and had kids, and then they go and get back into it. You know, sort of. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, yeah maybe they've got a bit of money, you know, and then. And then but it used to be the so rich drug, didn't it? It used to be this rich luxury. You'd see it on like I don't know, Charlie's Angels, and then on a line of cocaine, this rich baron or whatever. And now it's just like Tommy from who works at the butchers or whatever. You know, I'm nothing wrong working at the butchers, like. If you do work at the butchers, get some jobs. But um, you know, and, it, and it's just like I don't know. It, it just seems to be you can't go out without having that. And places are open later, pubs and clubs are open later, so people have to survive longer. And people that are dropping dead of heart attacks and stuff like that is down to excessive amounts of that. And, and a drug that, of all the things that makes you selfish and think you're wonderful, it makes you talk shit but fast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? One of, my, one of the best things for me in cocaine was having a interconnecting room with yeah. this girl and her boyfriend who loved their coke. Yeah. And I remember one night listening to them having a really long chat. Mm. And, and I, I couldn't see them, but I could picture them. They were they'd be mm. like a foot apart. And they weren't talking to each other. Not they were just waiting for the other yeah, one yeah, to yeah. stop. And they're going, of course. yeah, 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 brilliant. And then talk, 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 talk. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they don't. They're just they wa don't. waiting for my go. It's the yeah. least empathetic. Yeah, and, it, there is, uh, and it's, there is zero fucking conclusion. No one comes to a conclusion on it. Well, what we're going to do? What we're going to do is this. No, you're not. You're not. No, yeah. <laughs> You don't even know how this night's going to end. I yeah. do. It's going to end at six in the morning yeah. with you feeling miserable. Yeah, and then you're going to be miserable all week until Thursday when you go, you know what, I feel all right. Yeah. Ridiculous. So you've tried to get people off it, have you? And I, I have got people off it. Yeah, and I've got people off it a few times. I'm not saying I can't do it. I just really like it. 
I really, really like that, right? What I'm going to do, I've had loads, what it is, I don't got time for that. I've got people that genuinely need me and I'm stacked out with clients and I've got genuine people that need me. Um, I'm working with different people now from e-commerce stuff, guys from the e-commerce uh, area in the world and yeah, different clients now. It's in a different phase of my career, I think, and uh, it's interesting and exciting for me. That's great. Well, I mean, thank you've, you. You've had a lot of. You've done Rogan a few times now, and that's got a sounds slightly, yeah, uh, slightly home, homosexual. That does it? Oh dear. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right, that, Joe. That's not the rumor. not true. That's not true. Takes all sorts to make a world. Uh, no, yeah, Joe. I've been on his show four times. A very nice guy. Uh, I've been on twice on my own and twice with Liam Harrison. And uh, there's a plan to go on it again, uh, if possible, in uh, 2020. Really? Yeah. Hopefully, if he wants us on. If he can MMA us on. show again. No, I mean, I think uh, as far as I'm concerned now, in my opinion, I've done that. It's not where I, my career lies now. My future doesn't lie in combat sports. I will work with combat athletes. I work with anybody. That's just the thing. But I, uh, my drawing to things now in life is to help everyone everybody help everybody and business people a lot i'm getting a lot of business people at the moment you know wanting to talk to me and so yeah it's it's, uh, it's interesting so do you go in and address groups or is it always individual no it's, uh, it's always individuals i have addressed groups before um have hired me to go and hypnotise the staff, you know, better, and they have better production and stuff like that. And they talk to me about whatever they want. They just come in individually, talk about what's going on, whether it be business or not, whether it's work, I don't know. And, and don't repeat anything to the boss anyway. They just pay me, I do a group of people can do that. Um, but I've been working with CEOs, a uh, really uh, well-known guy called Zach Foldman from America, and uh, Chase Hero, great names, from the Watchers Group. and. Uh, mm. I've been working with, especially with Zach, and uh, really interesting. Do you find with the corporate different? One, if if it's someone who's the the boss has paid yeah. people done, do you find then sometimes that people are reluctant, or are they always? Do they no, I think I've got the personality to to make people happy. You know, I, I, I'm quite you know quick witted in many many ways, and I quite I like fun I like making people feel happy and laugh and you know mess about I don't take everything too seriously I take my job seriously in certain aspects of it but I think I have the ability to be able to talk to people to make them feel like they could tell me things anyway I think that was what's surprising for me is that you, you expect it to be more of a kind of serious formal thing but I suppose yeah. there's no there's no, no need for it to be no particularly when you know, in my case, you're talking about something that you want to ridicule, ridicule yeah. really. You yeah. want to see it as silly and you want yeah. to see it as something that you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't worry about. Yeah, logical level of therapy. So you, you, you're thinking a, a logical level higher than that, you know? A logical level higher. Yeah, a logical level of therapy. So you're not... People don't get that... What's what very difficult for people that do this job at the beginning is they get involved in people's problems. Like, oh, I feel sorry for them. I don't. Because I feel sorry for them, I'm already with them in it, so I stay out of it. I want them, I want them to help them out of it, not go in with them. You go into the model of the world in the thinking, but you don't go emotionally in it, you know. Because you don't want it to be, oh, you poor thing. Because you yeah, want it to be, oh, well, yeah, let's it's, just it's, fix yeah, it and move not, on. Not Claire Rayner, you know. 
you know, love it, darling, love it. Oh, I know what you mean, love it. Not a bad impression, that. That was pretty that good, was pretty yeah. Good. I look like if her as well. Do a Louis Walsh. I, I, Louis Walsh does Claire Rayner. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, some, that's some porn, isn't it? That's something you don't know, like to watch. It's an awful image, I have to get that <laughs> out of my head now. Oh, dear. Well, either, either cut that out or it'll be the best yeah. bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about general, I was thinking about general embarrassment. I was, on, I was on the way up here and I suddenly realised the coat I'd grabbed, it's got like, it's got, it's, an, it's got an Aston Martin. Yeah. It's a freebie from work. Yeah. And then I started, I started thinking, what's worse, like having an Aston Martin jacket and uh, no Aston Martin yeah. or having Aston Martin and wanting to wear the jacket. Oh, so. or what's worse, have it, have it looking like Louis Walsh's stunt double and not going on the X Factor. Yeah. We've all got curses, I'm afraid. Just At least you can take that jacket off and put it away. <laughs> I can't put this face away. It's a shame. I suppose it's that, yeah, oh, the, the laughing at my own jacket. I've forgotten what, I was, what, what my point was. Um, but yeah, just feeling, a, just feeling a tit, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose just... The, Finding, but it, but it's, finding, but it's, finding ways to but it's only, it's only you that views that I mean you, you know you've got to understand these people you've got that jacket on people don't give a fuck people think that they, they, they walk out and then they've got their own theme tune you know they've got their own sort of canned laughter you know like in, in Friends or whatever people are not generally that arsed about what you're doing I mean worry about what other people are thinking it's a mind read I wonder what I know what they're thinking and blah 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 and they're, they're thinking this about me people are too busy worrying about their own shit to focus on other people's real problems maybe it was you I heard talking about this first time a while back because I, I had this you know you just hear if it, it was brilliant it was me it must have been <laughs> It, it was, you know, when you have a, a clip of something someone said and it was stays in your head and you can't remember who it was. Mm -hmm. But um, if it was you, thank you. But this, uh, whoever it was I heard a couple of years ago, realizing how little of a shit other people give yeah, about exactly. you is quite freeing. Yeah, it is. Because and since since um, since starting to think like that, I've I've noticed other people where, say, you've been in a in a yoga class or martial arts class, yeah. people have talked to me afterwards about as if I know all the things they did wrong yeah. in that class, yeah. as though I've been watching them. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, and, and I'm thinking, well, why do you think I've been, of all the people here, mm -hmm. why do you think I've been watching you when you messed this up or mm -hmm. you did this wrong? And I think there's this mentality that everyone's watching me the whole time. Yeah, and, and that, that, that again, again that go, goes on, on what you're focusing on. You know, it's about focus, that, isn't it? People don't give a fuck. You know, imagine you've been framed, right? You, when you've been framed, come out. The first, I remember the very first time it came out. I mean, I was watching it with my brother. I was pissing myself off it. He was hilarious, so funny. Now it's on his camera. Because you people will laugh and go, um, and they won't keep laughing. Because, you know, you get told a joke, you know, not knock who's there, Doctor, Doctor Who. <laughs> first time you heard that is. Oh, it was never that funny, was it? But I mean, you know, it repeated over and over again. No one cares. Mm. So are you saying that how that relates to other people just getting on with their lives? Yeah, of course they do. People are too busy worrying about anything else. Do you know what I mean? You know, like England. Oh, we're in England. Oh, they lost the World Cup. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, oh it's Christmas. They're, 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 people are fickle. Yeah. People are fickle. Finding things to worry about. Yeah. Hunt for things to worry about. I mean, do you think partly it's the fact that you know we've we've not evolved, we've but we've 
Yeah. We're basically apes living this um, this life where we sit down all day and do all these weird things that yeah. we're not even sure what the end purpose is. But we're still wired. I don't. I don't actually think that far into it. Do you not? Nah. I don't. I don't think far into it. I don't really delve into that. I think a lot about us being animals. Uh, I, I do. I don't. I'm a hair, hairless ape then, because I've got zero. I'm, pre I'm pretty hairless. Yeah, so we're, we're, just, we're, we're like, what's it, aren't we? You know, you know, um, newly born uh, guinea pigs or something. Yeah. You know, and they're all pink and oh, um, they don't make that noise, by the way. That's just my added noise. Um, no, I don't really think that deep into it. See, I, it's, it's something I think about a lot. I know, but the fact, but I that we're that we're not adapted to what we do. That we're. Um, yeah, it depends. I mean, we're we're an evolving species. I think. I think we are. I mean, there's there's lots of mutants now that have got abilities we can't explain. What mutants? Well, what, there's what a kid turn has this taken well, now? Well, I'm just saying the evolution of people. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at uh, look at um, there's a kid. I think he's called Tyron or something, and a little kid. He's only like four. And he was chucking basketballs from a stupid height and getting them in every time. He was on that um, the the presenter in uh, the, the presenter that did Miss World wrong. He said that he, he announced Miss World and it announced, it announced the wrong one. Steve something he's oh, called. No. I thought you'd remember that if he's embarrassed. No, and, uh, <laughs> would have been funny. And him and, he, and and this kid that could do that, or the child that. Um, like Vasily Lomachenko, the boxer, that his skill level is extraordinary, and but that's just—I you know, mean, very skillful people. Do you think that means we're no, is that evolution I think, or just? I, I think there's an evolution, in my opinion. I don't mean to say that I'm right. There's, I think there's an evolution of people. I think I think the, I think we I think we've adapt I think we adapt a lot, mm. and I think there's exceptional people. Mm. Um, I think how much we've actually evolved since the world since we changed the world so we've changed the world but have we mm. I think so I, I, I think so but it's not something I've really thought a lot about no, maybe, so maybe kind of caught me on a hop down maybe, maybe I should just stop thinking about maybe it maybe you should just, I just stop, stop I, wearing that fucking shit jacket just stop being a wanker <laughs> yeah. I just saw, t I saw two, two very middle class people having a row on the train this yeah. morning like yeah. and, and they were and I just looked at them and I thought I, they're probably really nice people yeah, yeah. in the home but for some reason because they'd occupied the same little bit of space on the train yeah. and there'd been a tiny bit of pushing it yeah it evolved into this really yeah. pointless middle class it, argument where they they were really hating on each other yeah but i don't know it seemed like it's territorial animals whereas they, yeah. where they're trying to be but I mean, we're trying all, to be civilized yeah people. we're always moody aren't we? we we go through fluctuations of this morning i was on the m62 it was chock-a-block there was someone on the phone and like you know when you, you you're in a queue and they drive off and they're just still on the phone and there's a massive big mm. gap there you think oh, we need to keep moving forward i was fuming you know thinking fucking get off your phone man you know and and and, that, and it's just the way things are certain circumstances evoke invoke um certain emotions and then you look back and you go what the fuck was i worried about what the fuck was i angry about that for if you just need your reaction if you feel a flare up and you, yeah. what do, you do you just what's your technique? I'm rubbish. Don't, don't last long. What? That's not sexual reference. I'm amazing at that. <laughs> yeah, I wish. No, I, um, no. I just it varies. 
it varies on levels of importance to me. What's important and what's not. But if you feel it, say if you feel you're getting angry or something, that's, yeah. there's, no, there's no good that can come of being angry in mm. that situation, right? So do you think, do you just let it run its course? Yeah, run it, yeah. let it run its course and go like that, yeah. Good. I say good a lot. She's good, well. If someone says, oh, all right, good. We're not, no, yeah, I'll say good Especially a lot. when you say it like that, good. Yeah, good, that, yeah. That sounds like not yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, just shrugging your shoulders about it, right, Fine. good. Good. You know what I mean? It just it eradicates it for me. It's not right. I, le- I, I learned a, a, an interesting thing from a psychologist that she told me that anger, the chemical reaction, only lasts uh, less than a minute. Yeah. 40, 40, 45 seconds, she said. Yeah. So unless you do something to keep it going, yeah. it's gone. Yeah. So all, you're, all you have to do in that minute is not add fuel to it yeah. or start thinking, oh, I'm angry because this yeah. person's done this and then thinking more into it so yeah. if you don't do that that actual that's gone yeah it's a, it's a shit firework isn't it mm, shit, fire, shit firework it's a shit firework that's why I did, when I did my masters when I did uh, masters in your linguistic programming um, it was always um, it was always fucking mm, mm, hell mm, and it went quick I like that way of looking at a shit firework. Yeah. Then you can just watch it. You remember that in, when I was a kid, they had indoor fireworks, which is the shittest idea the ever. And they go. There was that one that didn't even go up in there. It just kind of burned yeah. into a black yeah. Ooh, look. mess. You know, Alka Seltzer sort of fireworks. Mm. You know, that's what it is. But I think next time I get cross about something, I'll just imagine I'm watching a shit. Indoor you, you're, firework. You're already doing it. Once that's done, you're already doing it's it. Now. It's all by your bike. Shit firework. Shit firework. Rubbish childhood. So there you go. Dot com. We probably need to get out for a minute. I just need to ask you one thing. So okay. when you when you fixed my problem earlier okay. and put it all into the past, yeah. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but maybe you're going to tell me off for opening the door to it. Mm-hmm. A couple of months down the line. This chat's been forgotten. Listen to what you're doing. I know. I'm, so what I'm, you do, I'm you're, pre- you're presupposing a language in, language in its return. Mm. So what importance are you putting on that to bring it back? I'm not. I don't want to let Good. it back. So I'll leave it there then, shall we? <laughs> Perfect. Indeed. Fixed. Wicked. Amazing. <laughs> Finny Shulman, thank you very much. Thank you very much yeah, indeed, brother. Richard. Thank Cheers. you. Thank you. Thank you very much again to Vinnie Shawman for everything you've done for me and for all the people you're helping. Find out more at vinnieshawman.com. It's at Vinnie Shawman on Instagram. Healthy Beast is Healthy Beast Podcast on Instagram. Thank you very much. Goodbye.